Hello. Welcome to the PlayStation Report, episode 43, the first episode of 2017. I'm your co-host, Ty Loy, alongside the Asian sensation, Frank Sizemore. How you doing? Um, you know, I'm alive. That's all I can ask for. I survived. You know. Are you alive and still breathing? Yes, and I know where you're going with that. It's a great album. Kill Switch Engage. Check it out. That's a ten out of ten album. Really? Is it is it ten out of ten? I think so. It's one of it's a very important album for model modern metal music. Okay. I'll just have to trust you on that. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's 2017. It's a new year. We've survived another year somehow. And uh, we're here for another one. Yeah, and we'll just keep coming back and coming and coming and coming. We'll just... How many times do you think you will blow a wad in 2017? You know, I didn't count in 2017. I don't have, or 2015, I don't really have project numbers that I can project from. Yeah. But I can tell you that already... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what yeah. is this? The fifth? Um, I've probably busted maybe six loads. Wow! All right, there you go. See, at least had two in one day. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, cool. 2017, the year for busting loads. Go bust some loads on some things. Oh man, that I makes mean, me want to do some math right now. Yeah. Just keep track. We'll so, come back at the end of the year. We can do our top ten blown loads of the year. Let's multiply that by six. This so if I if I go if I go on pace here, I will blow four hundred thirty eight loads this year. All right, that's cool. That's a lot of load blowing. Yeah, it is. Uh, this is the best start ever for a podcast. One point two loads a day. Holy, but Jesus. <laughs> Oh, wow. Did you have a good uh, New Year's? I, well, you know, I just kind of stayed in. Yeah. But back to the subject of load blowing. Last week, uh, we got a comment that, like, it was about four minutes in and we talked about, like, testicles and shit. We got you today. We got you here really early with some load blowing. But, yeah, back to New Year's. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of stayed in. I played a lot of Stardew Valley. But we'll talk about games we played. I didn't really drink all that much. Just, you know, chilling out. Yeah. Yeah. That's How about cool. you? What What did you do? I got, like, top three drunk on New Year's, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. It was fun. I had fun. I, 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 you know, I may drink a lot, but I don't, you know, get drunk a lot. I'll just say that. And uh, I had some, have you ever had wild turkey? Yes, I have had wild turkey. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, that's that's what I what I had, and uh, somebody poured me some wine in the middle of my wild turkey, and I was like, "This probably isn't going to go well," but I drank it anyways. And then later, my mom's aunt, who is very uh, she's up there in her age, probably in her sixties, she took a shot, and she took it like a fucking champ. Better than I could ever take a shot, probably. Better than anybody there. She just downed it like it was nothing. She's like, I can still drink. And I'm like, holy shit. 
And then I felt compelled. I need to take a shot. So I took a shot. And that's when I think my night just kind of fell off the rails a little bit. Mm. But otherwise, I had fun. Yet, you, you know things uh, won't end well for you when you get very hot. Yeah, and that's yeah. what happened to me. I got very hot, and I'm like, I need to go outside and drink a lot of cold water. And I did that, but uh, yeah. Would you say I'll you sp- got super hot? Oh! <laughs> yeah. Super hot. Super hot. I need to play that game. So do I. It's on my it's- shame list. I made a shame list. Did you? Yep. <laughs> What's on your shame list? Oh shit! I I could pull it up here, and yeah, I will let's talk pull about it up here. Video game shame list, because I I could probably think of a couple on top of my head. Oh man, I wrote I wrote it up on my little website. I do. Um. So on my shame list is Hitman, Dishonored yeah. Two, yep. Gears of War Four, which that's Xbox. There's a couple Xbox games I'll skip over. Uh, Watch Dogs Two, Keep Talking, Nobody Explodes. Telltale's Batman, Hyper Light Drifter, Abzu, Bound, Mafia 3, which I put an asterisk, maybe not ashamed of missing out on that one, Yeah. <laughs> Super Hyper yeah. Cube, and Dragon Quest Builders. No? Okay. I, I can I can attest to most of them as well. Uh, I own Watch Dogs 2 and Designer 2, have yet to start them. I'm going to start them here very soon. I'm just... Not, uh, which I'll I'll get to. I've just knocked a bunch of shit out, so uh, I'm ready to kick ass. Uh, but uh, yeah, pro- Hitman's on my list for sure. Super hot, definitely. Abzu, definitely. I-, I would like to when we get to the end of 2017 to have a much shorter shame list, but you know, time. Mm. That's a problem. Uh. I will say probably one of the biggest games of all time that's on my shame list. Half-Life 2. Oh, God. I will I will admit that I started Half-Life 2 twice, probably played an hour of it, and stopped. Now, that was a long time ago. But I need to play Half-Life 2. I just need to plow through it, just force myself to play it. It's not that I think it's a bad game. I just don't know why I ever stopped. I just forget. Mm. That's probably the biggest, like classic game that's on my shame list that I've never never played mm, you've never played Final Fantasy 7, 9, 10 that's um, true that's probably the biggest series on my shame list because 15 is the only one I've, I've really ever played which is really sure. weird like he- hearing that oh, yeah. like that that was yeah. your first Final Fantasy that's like that's well. strange the Final Fantasy for newcomers and old fans alike. That's what they claimed. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is on my shame list. Uh, we'll admit, did not play the original Dragon Age or Dragon Age Two. Just jumped in on Inquisition, which I think is fine. Uh, you know, I, 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 you can get what's going on, but probably would have appreciated things going on in that world a lot more in Inquisition if I would have played one and two. For sure. Mm. Also, not on PlayStation, but I have never, ever finished a side-scrolling Mario game. Wow. Way to drop that one. Yeah, I'm just saying. And here's the thing. Have you ever, be- will- have you ever beaten Tetris? 
never been a Tetris fan of the gameplay. That that was a joke because you don't. It's yeah, an endless game. You can't really finish Tetris, but I'll say this: I have finished 3D Mario games. I much more enjoy 3D Mario over 2D Mario, and I'll say that I didn't grow up on 2D side scrollers. I grew up on Crash Bandicoot, so I'm you know I I enjoy and I'm way better at 3D platformers over 2D platformers. But but I will say, like I don't know Monday or Sunday or something. I I can't remember. Uh, got on a serious Mario kick. You know with the Switch coming up like next week. I'm like, dude, I want to play some Mario. I know this isn't place or Nintendo podcast, but I'm just saying, play Mario. Mario's fun. I mean, if you're bad at it, Mario can put a smile on your face. Mario is fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. But yeah. What games have you been playing? Oh, what games have I been playing? Well, obviously, up there is Stardew Valley. Of now, course. let me tell you what's happening on my farm. Named. Update. Named Cuck Farm, because when I was creating it, I was doing a Twitch stream, and that was the only submission for a name, because I don't have people watching me. But yeah, there on a Cuck Farm, I built... Alright, so last time, I said I was going to build a barn. I've built the barn. I've actually upgraded the barn in my chicken coop all the way. So now that I now I can have ducks, I can have rabbits, I can have sheep, I can have goats, I can have pigs. Have all that stuff, all right? So and I spent both most of my summer and fall just planting and har- harvesting like some mass groups of crops and I'm making a shit ton of wine, a shit ton of jelly and with the milk and eggs I'm getting from my of uh, animals, I'm get, making some cheese. I'm making some mayo, selling that shit off. But now, I've upgraded my house all the way. So now I have casks in my basement with which I can uh, age things. So I can age my cheese. I can age my wine. So I'm setting that down there. It makes it more valuable and shit. Oh, man. Dude, I am setting up to make some profit. Yeah. Sounds I'm like almost it. done fully repairing the community center. I only have one more bundle to do. I'm waiting for a truffle. Which pigs are supposed to find for me. But I think because it's winter now that I, I'm going to have to wait until it's like spring so they can root around outside look for some truffles. Truffle shuffle. Mm, I'm doing the truffle shuffle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I Dude, I just fucking love this game. I'm married now. Got Most of the... I. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Okay. All right. Most of the townspeople like me. Some of them are dumbasses, and I hate them. Um, <laughs> I have a greenhouse now, which I can grow crops from any season all through the year. Because you only you can only grow certain crops during certain seasons. So the greenhouse helps fix that. I'm working on building the best quality sprinkler, the iridium sprinklers. Um, they can cover the they cover the most area, so I don't have to manually water my plants. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Right on. Sounds like you're very into that game, dude. I am. I am so deep into that game, man. As I see every every time I get on PS4, you're playing Stardew Valley. I'm like, I'll leave him alone. <laughs> I will say that isn't the only thing I've played. 
what else have you done? I've played a lot of Uncharted 4 multiplayer with a friend of mine, and yeah. that is really... I'm getting good at that game. Yeah. Like, it's a fun game. It is, it is a lot of fun, and there's... I th- I think like they have like so many freaking maps now. I'm just loving every single one of them. Yeah, I mean Naughty Dog's support of this game's multiplayer has been very good, as it has been you know in the past as well with their games, but especially this one. As we were speaking of multiplayer, we played some Overwatch together. We did. I wrecked shop as Hanzo. You did. Holy fuck. Yeah. I was just getting headshots left and right. Like it was like boom, 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 boom. They're all fucking dead. Yeah, that was that pretty was a crazy awesome. Crazy ass match. I, I specifically remember that match. That was a lot of fun. We, I mean, I feel like we played Overwatch the other night for like four hours straight or something. Yeah, it, it I mean, was we good. It for a while, it, it was really good. Yeah, I mean, and I, now I went from forty six to fifty. Now and I'm like ah. And now we have another one of our friends who just got it. We're gonna be Two able to squad them. up. Two of them. My brother got it. Oh yeah, my right. brother got it too. Shit. Now we have like a full team. Yeah, we do. We need to squad up because I really think we could lay the law down, dude. Laying some pipe. Yeah. You got I y'all need to get your ranked placement matches in. I really want to, and I think I may do that this weekend. But for sure. I mean That's looking forward to this weekend. Yeah. What have you played in this past week? I mean, Overwatch, which is, you know, fantastic. Um, some would say Game of the Year 2016. Some. A lot of sites say Game of the Year 2016. Not mine. Not yours, <laughs> no. Um, what a game. Just, what a game. Just incredible. Uh, although, we'll say, do it's over now. Uh, sort of. The May snowball was fun, and then it just went into a complete shit shit show. Um, because as May, people found out you can glitch through the map, you can get above the map, outside the map, but still shoot people. So it might not be as frustrating if you're doing like 1v1 or 3v3 elimination on Echo Point. Uh, it was only really frustrating because May snowball was a one-hit KO which was just frustrating because you couldn't shoot the other team, but they would stick their gun like a, a dick hair through the glass that you couldn't get through and shoot you and you're dead. And, you know, it's just frustrating stuff like that. So I think Blizzard just needs to raise the roof on that map a little bit, you know, raise the roof, and then the party can commence on it again. Uh, that was just a little frustrating, we'll say. Ah. <sighs> I played a lot of stuff, Frank. Tell me about all the things. So I'll start with... You know, I'll go from bad to good. I'll put it in an order. I wanted to do volume. I downloaded volume on my PS4 because uh, I was like, I'm just going to crank this out on PS4. I've played through most of this game on Vita. It's cross cross save or whatever cool i also downloaded lara croft go on my ps4 and hitman go as well uh both of them worked beautifully with the cross save awesome load up volume zero percent complete and i'm like uh 
what the fuck. So I'm like, well, it's probably not too bad. Then go to play on my Vita, and I have 0% complete. So somewhere my save got lost in the PlayStation Network. Something happened, and there's 100 levels in volume. I completed 80 of them, and I am fucking done with that game. And it's so frustrating to me because, one, it's a it's an awesome game. It's a lot of fun to play. And, two, it was a very easy platinum that I was on the verge of getting. But they ripped it away from me, man. Mike Bithel, get your shit together. Ah, uh, I don't know what the hell happened. It was it was just so frustrating defeating it. I mean, after I found I had 0%, I'm like, I might as well just take this game off my Vita. I'm probably never going to come back to it. I'm just going to save the space. I'll download something else. But, man, that's frustrating. I haven't had a save get eaten by anything in a very, very, very long time. So uh, I hate that sinking feeling of you just lost everything and it was out of your control, you know? So go play volume, though. It's an awesome game, but your save might get erased somehow. Yeah, I was surprised when you let you said you were going bad to good and you first mentioned volume. I was like, what the hell happened here? Yeah, so that was, that was, that was bad. Uh, I'd say that's the only bad thing, though. So I'll just go in order of the coolest shit, in my opinion. You played a lot of Stardew Valley. I played a lot of Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, you did. I, I, and, I saw that. And while I was off, I played about 25 hours in about four days or something of Final Fantasy XV. Pause. I have over 60 hours in Stardew Valley, and I just yeah. bought it last week. I'm not saying Go. I have more than you. Uh, no, no, I just I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Um, but I haven't, like, marathoned a game like that in a long time. I mean, the first two days or so, I put in, like, eight to ten hours in it. And, I was, and I'll say this. To me, that is not a game to binge at all because by the end, I was fucking sick of that game i i I, it to me so it may may be minor spoilers here but i'm not going to go into specifics or anything so at some point in the game the game becomes linear and you're locked in for like five or six chapters pretty much uh i did a ton of side quests and i leveled up pretty high way over leveled for what it was saying so i'm just like screw it i'm just gonna pound this out i was having a lot of fun going around and doing a side quest i enjoy going through that world because it's beautiful you know it's it's a beautiful world i enjoy fighting shit a lot i think the combat is very strong in that game it's the best part of that game uh when you're getting in these gigantic boss fights or you're going on a hunt that's a pretty high level and it's just intense then you win it's an extremely satisfying feeling um, but you know, a lot of the side quests in that game to me are complete shit and I'm just going to throw it out there. Like in a world where the Witcher three exists and it's, and even you could say Skyrim fallout or oblivion or whatever, the, the side quests in final fantasy 15 are fucking trash. They are mostly fetch quests. Um, there's a couple where I was like, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, did all that. Then I started grinding out the story um and i just think 
that game is just it's a little too long in the tooth and i just did not fucking care by the end i mean there were some neat moments between your friends and that's probably the best part story wise is is noctis in the relationship excuse me the relationship with your friends that's the best part um but you know the final boss fight was cool it wasn't like you said you know a couple weeks ago it wasn't hard at all and i don't really think anything about that game was hard really I, i i don't know and i wasn't by the end of it i wasn't extremely over level i was only like two or three levels above where the quest was saying i should be um and it's a game where i feel once you kind of figure it out it's kind of it's just an easy game i, I don't know I, I think that's a game though final fantasy 15 is a game where you should take your time with because before i started just pounding it out i was taking my time with it and i enjoyed it a lot more i don't hate the game I don't think it's a terrible game. Uh, just don't play 25 hours of it <laughs> in, in such a short time span. I mean, that's that. I probably did it to myself there, to be honest with you. Uh, but it's a game though where you know it has problems, and some of those problems are extremely glaring. But you just fucking keep playing it, and you're like, this is just enjoyable, you know. I mean, some of those boss fights towards the end, I was like, yes. Especially against a gigantic serpent-like thing. That was pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. Although, uh, to me, besides the relationship with my friends, I did not give a fuck about the story by the end. Hmm. I was just like, who are you and why do you matter? I don't know. Well, when they killed off a certain lead character, I was yeah. um, very pissed off and I wanted to I wanted to murder mm-hmm. the fuck out of yeah. the guy who did it. I, I will say that moment I did feel something. I was like, God damn it, but, I was just about to meet them and Yeah. 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 They take it away and <sighs> Yeah. I think the most frustrating part about the story though is when they rip your powers away from you. Which um, is about chapter 13. To me, I found that part, one, it was way too long until you finally got something back. And it was just fucking really boring and frustrating to me. That's probably the weakest part of that game story. In my eyes. Yeah. Also, I'm going to say spoiler right here, but it's not the biggest spoiler in the world. Later... Noctis it gets facial hair, and I wish you played as him with facial hair and all your friends when they were a little bit more grown up. Because I found Noctis to be way more badass with facial hair. And a beard. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I was playing that for 35 hours, man. That was awesome. End spoiler. Not a bad game. I, I do urge people to play it, though. Mm. For sure. But that can't be all you've played. No. The other game that I pounded out was Lara Croft Go. This is a game I recommend everybody plays. Uh, Where do you recommend they play it? PS4. Absolutely. I played some some of it on Vita, but man, that game is just frustrating on Vita because there's load times. They're like, they're Bloodborne level 
like Bloodborne at launch, if anybody remembers how long those load times were, that's what they are pretty much. I mean, they are 20, 20, 30 seconds long. And in a game where, you know, you could die very quickly, that's a little frustrating. And I just don't get it either because Hitman Go is very speedy on Vita. You know, it's way quicker. So I recommend everybody play it on PS4, but that is a that is a soothing game to play. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a puzzle game. You know, you're, you're bit, you you just kind of figure out how to get through the level. Basically, the thing I liked about it is that uh, Hitman Go has a little bit more constraints on it, which is understandable because that's you know just Hitman. Um, but Lara Croft Go is a little bit more just relaxed, and I liked how it just built up. Um, you know, different mechanics, and they were all pretty easy to understand. And uh, I, I love the game's art style. I just I found this game to be a blast to play through. Just you know, just kind of relax, go through. It's not extremely hard, but you might get stumped at certain points. But once you figure it out, you're like, cool, that was awesome. Uh, recommend playing that. It's an easy platinum too. I'm almost there, so mm. that'll be my next platinum. We talked about shame earlier. I have not yet played a Go game. You should. I think you would enjoy them for sure. Mm. Uh, they're they're very good. I, I really hope they bring. I would assume they will next year. Deus Ex Go to PlayStation platforms. In, in Square Enix, also, uh, they filed the trademark for Life is Strange Go and Just Cause Go. Just Cause Go, I can see. Life is Strange. I don't know how that would work. That's a little bizarre to me. It is. Whatever. But that was a bizarre-ass game. Yeah. I mean, it, it really was. Man. Play Life is Strange. Life is Strange is better than all these games that I'm talking about. Um, Disagree. Um, but move. go ahead. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, yeah, Lara Croft Go. Awesome. Final game I played, pounded out Batman the Telltale series. Very much enjoyed it. Um. Not the best Telltale franchise. And I will say, I think, you know, Telltale's formula is getting a little old. You know, and especially their fucking game engine. Which I don't know if you saw on Twitter, or Twitter, I tweeted out during the final episode. I'm not joking. My PlayStation 4 froze four times playing that game. Unacceptable. Absolutely. Especially considering how, like simple their games are like it has to be the engine like there's nothing else that could be fucking with that other than the game engine i know and it, it would just completely lock up my whole system for like 15 seconds and then my system you know the game would just crash report the problem i mean it's just unnecessary man and then even when it wasn't freezing i mean it just runs like shit you know, it's so framey and slow. I just I just do not get it because their games are not that intense. I mean, just take some time off from making these games and just make a new fucking engine. I mean, it's I don't just even know why they're using their own engine. They There's like plenty of other engines they could be using unless it's like uh, they already have it and like they're, they don't have to pay any licensing or anything. But it's just... Yeah. It's it, just frustrating. Absolutely. Because they, they have a formula that works. It's just that the framework they're putting it on is just garbage. Yeah. 
I I agree. I mean, it's had the, their games have had the same problems for like five years now, and you would think with them moving on to PS4 and Xbox One, which for some reason this game is on PS3 and 360. I mean, you would think, you know, using that horsepower, everything would be way more smooth, but it's not. I just don't get it. Um, but anyways, I I think this game is is good, and I think. If you are a Batman fan, it is definitely worth a try, for sure. Um, the best part about it is you can be the Bruce Wayne and the Batman that you want to be. And I'm like very serious when I say that. Like The game actually will tell you at the end if you were a, an asshole or a good guy uh, throughout the whole thing, which is cool. Like If you want to be a very violent batman you can do that if you want to be uh just a good guy batman you can do that if you want to be an asshole bruce wayne but a good batman you can do that too uh it's cool i I really think that's cool because most of the time you see batman and he is a good guy he might do a few like brutal things and you know especially like DC's new take on Batman with Ben Affleck, you know, he's a little bit more violent and he actually kills people and stuff. Uh, but you usually, you know, you only see one side of Batman in a, in a way or one take on him. Uh, so it's cool that you can totally be, you know, the brutal guy and just be like, well, what's Batman like if he's an asshole and he just breaks dudes arms and leaves them hanging off the side of a building? Why not? You know, mm. What what if Batman's an asshole to Gordon and Harvey Dent? You know, you can do that. It's cool. The one thing, and I think it's just because he's in so many games, and I'm not saying it's bad because he's an amazing voice actor, is getting used to Troy Baker being Bruce Wayne took me fucking forever because you know what, Troy Baker sounds like otherwise. So I just kept picturing Troy Baker voice acting as Bruce Wayne. And he does a good job, and I think he's a good fit, but it was very distracting for a little bit. I'm like, I can't get into this. I can't do it. I can't do it. What's wrong? Uh, I, it eventually got better. I've had that happen to me like with a lot of different voice actors since I've been um I've been listening to them like outside of games more mm-hmm. more. Yeah. More. and like I'm beginning to like catch on to like all their little ticks and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's mm, it's sometimes it's just immersion breaking. But you it know, I, I can't dock it for that because I just have this uncommon familiarity with their voices, right? And like Laura Barrett, Laura Bailey, <laughs> Laura Bailey plays uh, Selena Kyle and, and Catwoman, um, which she does a pretty damn good job. And uh, what's his name? Travis Willingham. Yeah. He plays Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who voice acted um, Gordon, I thought was pretty good. I don't know his name off the top of my head, uh, but I thought, you know, his, his version of Gordon was pretty damn spot on. Um, there are some interesting things that happen within the Batman universe that I will not spoil, but they very clearly set up a season two of this which i think will legitimately happen like telltale sent up holy shit up. i'm Go looking ahead. at the voice cast right now you missed it 
Richard McGonagall is Carmine Falcone. Oh, really? Wow. That's cool. He oh, does man. a great job as Carmine Falcone. Which I thought it was cool that Carmine Falcone was in this game as well. Um, but there are some other characters in there that I think if you're a Batman fan, you'd go, whoa. Didn't see this coming. And holy shit, Dave Fenoy is Lucius Fox? Yep. Come on, man. He, which he mm. does a fucking awesome job as Lucius. Man. And the guy... Mm. Uh, do you have there who played Alfred? Alfred. Um, N. Riedel? Riedel? I don't know how to say his name. I'm not familiar with him. Okay. Awesome job as well. I mean, spot on with how you think Alfred should sound. Man. Um, I mean, the voice voice cast is just great. Guy who plays Penguin's great. Everybody's just awesome. Um, except I'm a little rocky on one other character, but I don't want to say him. Okay. Um, it's just, it's good. It's not because I do think the ending is good, maybe a little flat. Um, I think a lot of the choices were really well done. I think the way the story unfolded and, you know, me, you know, getting into the bat suit, you could say, was awesome. Um, another thing that's cool about this game is, um, the detective work. So you actually get to walk around certain crime scenes and do detective work, which I felt like usually there was maybe about one per episode. Um, very cool. And, you know, you actually have to figure things out. So you have to link like, Oh, I think this piece of evidence goes with that. And that's why this happened type of thing. Then Batman kind of puts it all together in his head. Very cool stuff there. Um, and then the overall, villain is actually someone brand new that telltale created so this is a totally different take on bruce wayne and batman too which i really enjoyed um so i mean this isn't spoilers because they they said this even before the game was out um so this is so they paint bruce wayne's family as bad people in this version i'll just say that and that's cool and they give, you know, a backstory on why Bruce Wayne's parents were killed and all kinds of stuff. And uh, it's just a different take, which I completely enjoyed. I think when it comes to superheroes, I mean, different takes are good. You know, I, I would love if DC or Marvel did completely different versions of what they are, not be like, well, oh, that's not how they were in the Civil War comics in 1985 or whatever, you know. It just that doesn't matter. Just do you do a different version of these characters? That's that's what I always find to be cool. You know, mm. so I enjoy it. Batman and Telltale series. Go go check it out. It's a fun game. If you're a Batman fan, if you're not a Batman fan, don't play it. Uh, that that like can it. be said with most of uh, most of uh, Telltale's games. Is if yeah. you're not really a fan of the subject matter, then maybe just lay off it. Right. And I'm enjoying most of the Telltale games, minus Game of Thrones, uh, which I just thought was bad. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're taking the subject matter and they're creating cool stories about it. It's just kind of the gameplay. It's a little bit of a drag. You're kind of just going, well, are we getting towards the end? Because I'm you know, just getting a little tired of this or something. 
But then at the same time, there's some genuinely good storytelling in there. I think their storytelling game has gotten better. It's just their gameplay and their engine is not. <laughs> you know, if they do abandon their engine, I want to see Telltale make their games in VR. That'd be cool. That'd be mm. a really cool way to tell their type of story, for sure. Mm. I think... So their next two games that they have, uh, The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, which has started, which I'm, I'm looking forward to because I really enjoyed season one and i like season two um but then i think guardians of the galaxy Mm. i think that could be a a pretty pretty good one uh because they've proven with like batman that they can do superheroes good and they prove with tell or tales from the borderlands that they can write some pretty good humor as well so i think putting those two together could make for a pretty damn good game i just would kind of like them to stop doing new properties and do follow-up seasons on things like where's my wolf among us season two i think that's the one everybody wants the most it is it's the one i want the most yeah it left off it did that's what i was gonna say like Like, a huge cliffhanger and it's like you can't just let that go man a lot of those characters are just awesome they did a great job with so many of those characters especially um big b what kind, of, what kind of Big B were you? Were you an asshole or a good guy, Big B? I was kind of in the middle, but a little bit more towards the asshole. I, I think you could say that sounded weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but see, when I play these type of games, I'm like, if I feel, uh, usually I'm a, I'm a decent person, but if, I'm like, if, if I feel you deserve punishment or violence, you're going to get it. X going to so give it to you. Yeah, exactly. Get it because, you, you know, you press X when you select ah, one of the... Ha, 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 ha. What kind of Bigby were you? I was a good guy, Bigby, because I'm normally just an asshole. So I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to play a character that isn't me. Yeah. There you go. That's, all, that's one thing that's always fun about these games, for sure. But I think, you know, when it comes to these type of adventure story driven games as of late i think life is strange is to me just better than just about all of them i just liked life is strange compared to these because i felt like the choices mattered a lot more towards your ending Mm -hmm. to me you know i genuinely liked the different setting the different look the different feel it was almost like watercolor. Yeah. Like I, I liked it. Game of Thrones was watercolor. But Game of, of Thrones like was pastel. also written terribly. I feel bad for him. Because you stack it up next to the show and the books, and it's like, no, this does not flow really well at it all. It would it would have been it would have been better <laughs> if they just made it like a parody, like a light hearted Game of Thrones story. Yeah. Yeah. I think that because that they tried to go dark, but it like it didn't feel like it didn't have the same impact as it did because you are just doing this mini series, like right. you aren't nearly as invested in these characters. Like if they kill them off, oh well. And I felt like some of the characters they threw in there, like Daenerys Targaryen and Ramsay Snow and Jon Snow, were a little bit more of just fan service rather than actually needing to be in the game. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was a little wonky. I don't know. I got another platinum, though. Catching up to you. You will never catch up to me. I will not allow behind. it. <laughs> so. Oh, wait, yeah. how many behind are you? Four. Four? Oh, platinums. Four platinums. Okay. I was like, yeah. four trophies behind. Holy shit, you did some catching up. Trophy-wise, I think I'm like 80. Hold on. 80 or 90. I don't know. Oh, man. Frank's doing research. I'm doing I'm doing some research because I cannot let you catch up to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, you pulled away from me that one month where you just went ham and got a ton of platinums and trophies. I've just slowly been creeping in on you. All right. Uh, oh, Reigniting the trophy war. I know I have more gold trophies and bronze trophies than you by a decent amount, which they don't matter as much as platinum's. Don't get me wrong. You are 83 trophies behind me. <laughs> there you go. Creeping in. Better watch out, though. I have some shit lined up. I'm going to get that Stardew Platinum. Oh. I will say, though, most of your Platinums are more, how do I put it, significant than mine. Like, you Platinum, Diablo 3, um, those the Ratchet and Clank games, Uncharted games. Like, those are a little bit more, like, they're fucking Platinums, man. You put time into that. You earned Yeah, but that. Then, I, then I have Taco Master. <laughs> right. I gave up a talking master. Fuck that game. game you just you got you have to loop, you have to put some sex lube on the screen, so it makes your fingers go faster. Yeah, it's true. I know you just what, have it laying around like in barrels. Yeah. What's the platinum that you enjoyed getting the most, and what's the platinum, I guess, that means the most to you? They're like, oh, motherfucker, that was awesome. God, God damn. Um, you're asking some heavy questions here. I am. Um, probably the one that I worked the hardest on was... Oh, shit. No, now you're making me work. Because Diablo 3 was more of a grind, you know? Like, I, mm-hmm. I just grinded out a shit ton of characters, leveled them all the way up. Had to be careful with the hardcore character. But um, other than that, it was really just a grind. Um, I'm actually going to have to look through my platinum trophies just to make sure I'm not missing it. No. Taco Master was a little bit, like, boring. Like, yeah, I had to move really fast with my sex-lubed fingers. But, man, you're you're just asking all the hard questions today. Yeah. I would imagine, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there for you. I mean, you put a whole shitload of time into Fallout 3 to get that platinum. Yeah, but... Andrew Vegas. I, I know they're not too hard but yeah they aren't they aren't that hard it's just about managing save files for those yeah um i will say i really really enjoyed getting the rezo gun platinum that that might be one of that might be one i'm oh, really proud of man that's what i'm so close to but as far as like work going into it god damn you're it might be one of the fallouts. Honestly, that might have been the most work going into a Platinum. Yeah. I think the most work, I mean, it's not a super hard Platinum. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it does take a little bit of time to get. But the most work that I put into getting the Platinum was Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, 
it's not hard. I mean, you just got to beat the game, collect a bunch of stuff, do certain things. Uh, but it does does take a little bit of time. But I actually just thoroughly enjoyed getting that platinum. I just kind of zoned out and went went to town on it. Same with like Far Cry Four and Far Cry Primal. Not hard platinums, but just kind of went to town on those games. They were enjoyable to get. I really enjoyed getting the Rocket League Platinum, but not because of the trophies. I wasn't. Oh, I was yeah. hardly paying attention to the trophies. I just got that naturally. Yeah, that's a Platinum that if you just play a lot of Rocket League, you'll just get it naturally. I, I remember the night that I got that Platinum because that was after I had to have surgery. And that was also, you know, that summer was when it was just Rocket League all the time. That's like all we were playing. And I remember the exact people we were playing with, the exact stage we were on. And exactly what happened. And then that last trophy popped for like driving a certain amount of distance, which it was glitched, I believe, at the time. And I was like, yeah! That was a fun platinum to get. Mm. God damn. Good times. I like getting platinums. Mm, I, I, like, I like getting platinums too. But yeah, I mean, they're fun. You know, if you really enjoy a game and you want to. I feel like they're a good mark to say, I fucking love this game. But that goes to an extreme, though. I will say Bioware Platinums in particular, and this will lead into one of our news things today. Bioware Platinums are ridiculously difficult to get. Just time-consuming. Time-consuming, yeah. It's it's insane how much time you have to put in to get all the Mass Effect Platinums. That is like... That's something I don't want to do. Like, yeah. I, I looked at the list and I was like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not putting myself through this. Fuck it. And the thing with the Mass Effect trilogy is that most of the trophies in all those games are fucking really easy to get, but to get the ones you need for the platinums are like, oh, yeah, just go re- replay the game, <laughs> like three times, beat it on insanity or whatever, and it was like, oh boy. I will say one of our buddies. Almost has Dragon Age Inquisition Platinum. Mm, I think I know which buddy we're talking yeah. about. This is the same one who just got Overwatch. Yeah, I mean he plays it all the time. But that that's a platinum, dude. Because mm. you have to beat that game on like nightmare mode or something. Yeah, that I tried which starting hard. out a game in that in that difficulty, and I was like, that first demon you have to fight, I was like, holy shit, I'm yeah. just getting wrecked. Yeah, I agree. Platinums are fun. Yeah, but um, speaking of Bioware... Yeah, let's dive into it. It's probably the biggest thing that happened this week. Not a lot of news. Frank? But, uh, yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda. It's not that far away. No, it's not that far away at all. And that reminds me, I have to finish my playthroughs of 2 and do a whole playthrough of 3. You do. Mass Effect Andromeda launches March 21st. 2017 you know fallout 4 got announced and dropped five months later we know about mass effect for a little while but this release date is less than like two months away or no it is two months away just a little over Mm. crazy so good and uh so my thought behind this was like they put that spring 2017 tag on it a couple months ago when they were started to show off gameplay and stuff so i'm like they're now giving themselves an excuse to maybe say april or may to launch but apparently uh aaron flynn who works on the game said their team played through the game 
over their holidays and they just feel so strong strongly about it that they're like fuck it no We're, we can put this out a little bit earlier than maybe we wanted to or thought so march 21st is they said that they're going to be working on like facial animations in that time frame and stuff so we talked about our most anticipated games of 2017 last week and both you and i shared this game at a number one so yes. i got so excited when i saw uh. this like finally yes and they did show off a little bit of gameplay at CES, uh, just some more combat and stuff. Um, what intrigued me the most about that gameplay was not even the combat. It was the menus, the skill trees for each thing. Like, you have different skills under, like, the biotics, the tech, and I forget what the other f- the other one was. You have those three, like, main trees, and then inside them you have abilities, and each of those abilities have their own trees with, like, different yep. distributions that you can do. Yeah. It's looking good. It's gonna, I really it, hope it comes together. It looks like you can really make uh, your rider person your own. Like yeah. you, It's going to be unique to you. Yeah, I agree. I just... Uh, the only thing about the March release date is, you know, there's a lot of things happening in March. Yeah, like and there's our, a whole new console launching in March, and I just wonder, you know... Is that going to steal this game's thunder a little bit? I know, you know, I think the Nintendo Switch launching is a much different audience than what Mass Effect is. But still, I mean, you're launching a console. That's that's a pretty big deal in the gaming industry. It doesn't happen a lot, especially like brand new consoles. Um, so I just wonder about that. They did confirm that the game won't be on the Nintendo Switch, though. So sorry if you were hoping to play Mass Effect Andromeda on, on your new Nintendo Switch. Mm. Motherfucker. I, I, I want to play through the trilogy. I'm, I was debating, like, fuck my backlog. I'm, I'm going to play through the trilogy again. But I think I'll just wait. But you should finish 2 and 3. I should. I, I want to do it. I really do. See so, yeah. We got release dates for it, and we also got some other stuff. Some other video games got announced. Um, just kind of going through quickly for two games that came out previously on other systems that are coming to PlayStation 4, but they're a little bit more high-profile indie games. Uh, the Flame and the Flood Complete Edition is coming to PS4 January 17th with exclusive features. So... There you go. That's kind of a uh, survival roguelike type of game. Uh, and then the Turing Test is coming to PS4 January 23rd. So, heard good things about both of those games. Hmm. And then also, the previously exclusive game, Rhyme, got re-revealed. Definitely coming out this year. Got a new trailer and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so Rhyme was a PS4 exclusive. It's being made by Tequila Works. Sony was like, fuck you, give me our dev kits back. And then, you know, they basically lost Rhyme as an, as an exclusive. But it's coming back. Still coming to PlayStation 4, though, which is good. Uh, it'll just be on other systems as well. Um, yeah, they put out a new trailer. This game kind of looks neat. Has a Zelda Wind Waker-like uh, art style to it. And then... 
Uh, I mean, it was just kind of running around. There was some pretty music doing stuff. There was a big robot buddy, maybe buddy. I don't know. Ooh. I hope this game turns out to be well because I think it it's a game that intrigues me at least. Yeah, I, I'm interested, but I'm not paying much attention to this game until it's out. Like, yeah. It's one of those where I'm like, you know, I'll let myself be surprised if it's great. Yeah, it's not a game where I'm going to sit here and consume every trailer or screenshot that comes out about the game, but it's like, I'll watch this trailer because it's coming back. haven't really seen anything from this game in a while, and you know, it's on my radar. If it turns out to be good, I'll definitely check it out. So, no, uh, like, window or anything like that, but it is happening. Also, one other game that I literally just remembered that got a release window today is Project Cars 2. Supposed to launch September of this year. So, there you go. Interesting. Interesting. If you, uh, you probably forgot Project Cars 2 is a thing, like myself. I'm wondering what's going to happen there, stacking it up against Gran Turismo Sport. That's yes. a thing. And you also gotta imagine that there's going to be another Forza game coming out around that same time as well. Hmm. So, you gotta wonder, you know, Forza and Gran Turismo, they're kind of the titans of racing but Project Cars is the multi is multi platform, correct? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. But you know, I, I enjoyed Project Cars, but uh not as much as I enjoyed like Forza. But you gotta imagine that if you're a PS4 guy mostly or exclusively, you're gonna lean towards Gran Turismo. And if you're an Xbox guy, you're gonna lean towards Forza. So that kind of leaves this game in a weird place. But you know, get a car of your own space. It's a new franchise. It's just starting out. There's good potential there for Project Cars, I, th- I think. For sure. So, yeah. Video games. They're happening this year. Oh, God. That's not what I want. Oh, whatever. Screw it. <laughs> I was messing with around with a little bit of color correction. And I was like, you know what? I'll make them orange. And I was like, nope. That does not look good at all. <laughs> Yeah, I like orange. I'm being a orangutan. Mm. Jumping through the jungle. And jumping through the trees on Overwatch's new map, Oasis. Oh, man. There you you made it work. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is more of just a PSA. Overwatch has a new map, Oasis. It looks pretty. There's trees. It's a control map. And I'm excited to play it. So go play it. Also, um, I didn't mention this as the games I was playing earlier. The PlayStation Plus games are, they've been out for a week now. Um, I played a little bit of Titan Souls. That one is really, it's hard, but I love it. Is it? It's punishing. One hit kills on on you. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Is it mostly just boss fights, or...? It's all boss fights. It's like a boss run. Yeah. Okay. And then... Yeah, they're sure. they're really cool design bosses. Sweet. Um, I also played a little bit of the Swindle, which How's I didn't that? quite understand at first, but then yeah, you basically break into a house, steal as much money as you can, and get out without being hit. Right on. Yeah, there's like little security guards and shit running around, some traps. Do you play these games on Vita? I I actually played them on my PlayStation Four. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fun. My Vita is mostly my JRPG machine right now. Yeah. Like old Final Fantasy games. Um, some old PS1 classics such as like uh, Legend of Dragoon. If they put Stardew Valley on the Vita, you would never play okay. that game. Okay, yes. <laughs> and in addition to that, on the trophy list, it lists PlayStation Vita next to PlayStation 4. I think it'll happen. I mean, it's just, it's inevitable. It's the perfect game for Vita. That game really? also is being rumored to get co-op this year, up to oh, four no. players. Oh, no. Come so on, man. Find a, a, come a come to my farm. Come to my farm, Tyler. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I can afford to be sucked in, <laughs> but maybe I maybe I could. I don't know. Oh man, I... man. Oh. So you could find a group of four people, and we just, would like just live together, pretty much. I would be spending more time with those other three people than I probably do with anybody else in my life. Probably, you might as well actually just marry those people in real life. You could just keep playing Stardew Valley and work on your farm. You know, I'll talk. I'll talk to someone about that and see if I yeah. can get them into Stardew Valley. Yeah, <laughs> that that is how I that is how I get waifu is I introduce them to Stardew Valley and we play co-op. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, that, that would that would be pretty pretty big bracket. Man, I'm I I I even like went as far as to like follow that subreddit and just to look at what other people are doing in the game and it's like. Man, your farms are really well designed. My farm is kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah, got some catch up to do. I do. I do have. Some. I'm not even using all all the area on my farm. Like, I still have like a shit ton of area I can develop. Mm. It's just I'm waiting on like I need iridium. I need a shit ton of iridium, and that's the rarest ore in the game. And I have to either go down like it's very rare in the mines, but there's this other place I can go. I can go to the desert, and there's this place called Skull Cave. Yeah. Where like it's an it's an infinite dungeon basically, but at the beginning of each dun- each uh, level of the dungeon, you can just climb back up to the top and exit. But yeah, it's like the further down you go, the more chance of there being iridium. But there's like these giant flying snake thingies that mm. just mm-hmm. come and bite the shit out of you. There's mummies, and when you hit the mummies, they go down. Like when you deplete their health, they go down, but they come back up. You have to use a bomb to kill them permanently. Oh boy, is Tom Cruise one of the mummies? Uh, I haven't seen Tom Cruise yet. Oh. Darn. Yeah. I'm also looking for a prismatic shard, because with that, I can take it over and get the galaxy sword, the best sword in the game. <laughs> right now I'm rocking the lava katana. <laughs> People out there who have played Stardew Valley will get this. If you haven't, you're probably like, who the fuck is... What you're is he talking about? Farmer, man. I'm Why a farmer. Lava no, 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 no. This is this is the thing. It's not just a farming game. It's like you can farm. Sure, you have your farm. You can have livestock. You can grow crops. You can go fishing. You can be a master angler. Like there's these legendary fish that I'm trying to catch. There's this one that's a real bastard. He's called the glacier fish. He really. He just like the mini game. Like he is like the hardest fish to catch. All right. And then, of course, there's mining, which you can use, like, build equipment. There's, you get combat, like, you get these swords, you get some, you can wear boots that give you defense and immunity to debuffs. You get some rings that do things. Like, um, there's, like, a glow effect, so, like, if the level of the dungeon you're on is dark, it'll glow and give you some light. 
Um, there's a magnetic effect that makes you pick things up from further away. There's like there's these things that like make you be able to like attack faster and stuff. Man, it is it is a game. It is, and then you have to manage your relationships with the townspeople. You have to give them gifts or talk to them every day, or their your relationship with them deteriorates. It just sounds like that loop is all consuming. Mm. Of like, I'm gonna do this, so I'm gonna work towards that. I don't know, I gotta do that, 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 that type of shit. Mm. Yeah, it's it's good. So, do you like walk up to your wifey and be like? Oh no no no! Every every you morning, want to talk to my lava katana baby. No no no, no, no. Squirt your lava right in her. That that's the thing. That's the thing. Okay, so I got married to Leah. She's like the town artist, crafts, crafty person. She paints stuff. She makes sculptures. That that's what she does. But every morning, I wake up and I see her over there. She's in the kitchen, and occasionally she makes like breakfast or makes me a coffee or something in the morning. Mm. I talk to her in the morning. I kiss. My yeah, my wife, and then I go out and farm for the day. It's probably good to talk to your wife. Every day. Every morning. Yeah. And then yeah. every night before, like, as soon as I get back from whatever I was doing that day. There you go. Is she waiting for you in bed? Sometimes, if I'm really late. Huh? Like, she goes to bed at, like, 10 p.m., which I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of weird since you're an artist. I thought you'd, like, stay up really late and wake up late. Like, you know, yeah. the typical art. Does she make person. sculptures of your bowels? No, she doesn't, but she did oh. dedicate a sculpture to me before I married her. Ooh. Because so she had I the hots for you. She did have the hots for me, but I had I had to woo her. I had to give her some gifts. She likes wine, which is convenient since I make a lot of wine. Yeah, there you go. Can you marry multiple people? Okay, so there's a really horrible thing you can do. <laughs> you can get a divorce and you can actually erase their memories of your marriage. And if up. you have kids, you can make your kids turn into doves and go away forever. <laughs> I feel like some people might want to do that. You have to go to this place called the Witch's Hut and then sacrifice like certain items to do these things. But damn, it is savage. Oh. Savage. Yeah, that sounds brutal. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. But that that's Stardew Valley for you, man. It is. Can you be... Um, gay? Yes, you can. Absolutely. You can marry any of the bachelors or bachelorettes, to, regardless of your age. I mean, your gender, not your age. Can you marry a pig? No, you can't marry a pig. Oh, fuck that. That's a shitty game, then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just imagine if you can marry, like, a pig. You can't marry a pig. You can't throw a jar of bees at anyone. It's. I'm sorry. That's just... That's not this game. Are there bees in the game? There are bees. You can get honey. And the quality of the honey depends on what kind of flowers you have planted next to your bee houses. Right on. It's just... Man. Sounds fun. It is deep as fuck. It does. Sounds deep. It sounds like a never-ending game. It is. That just, like, you just could never get away from. It's always going to consume you. You're you're gonna hear about it next week when I get fired because I'm late to work because I stayed yeah. up playing Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh boy. Anyways, in other news, more celebratory news. Uh, Sony had a pretty nice holiday. Yes, they did. 
they sold 6.2 million PlayStation 4s between November 20th and January 1st. That's a lot of consoles. Such a small amount of time. So the total for PlayStation 4 is now at 53.4 million sold. Uh, it also They also sold 50.4 million games, both digital and retail, in that time period. And Uncharted 4 has sold 8.7 million copies since its launch, which is awesome. Fucking Uncharted 4 should have sales of 53.4 million copies. Just saying. Every PlayStation owner should own a fucking copy of that game. Just saying. Um, but Andrew House um, mentioned that PlayStation VR did good. It did good. Did well. Uh, but didn't say anything specific in terms of hardware numbers. Mm. Which could be good or bad. Apparently there were some shortages during the holiday times. It was hard to find a PlayStation VR if you wanted one. Um, but I wonder if if uh, Sony's doing the old Nintendo thing of creating artificial demand mm. for shortages. You know what I mean? So I know, I know what that. you mean. I hope PlayStation VR did well. So do I. And I need to play more VR games. You should. Oh, man. Got to set that up. Oh, yeah. PlayStation 4, still kicking ass, taking names. Um, The next one I kind of, I put in there because it's a thing that was announced at PSX. Let It Die, a free-to-play game. A lot of people have been talking about Let It Die. Yeah, a lot of people that I know actually really enjoy that game, and it has crossed the threshold of 1 million downloads. Um, awesome. From what I hear, the the uh, microtransactions aren't terribly aggressive, and it's from all I hear, it's really successful, and that's strange because like we don't see many free-to-play games on PlayStation that do well. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly in the mobile and PC space where that stuff really works well. But for for console, that's that's pretty good. Mm. It, I, it, a lot of people have been talking about this game and that it is a good game. It's fun to play. It's got a good loop to it. And the micro, like you said, the microtransactions aren't bad, which I think all those things kind of go together. Now, I think the real selling point is good old Uncle Death. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Death is an awesome character. And that game has a pretty pretty blasting soundtrack to it. Yeah, I I might want to just like dip my toe in just just get a little taste of Uncle Death. Yeah. See see what that character's all about because that that's interesting enough on its own and it's free to play no investment on my part other than some time, but yeah. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to checking that out. Yeah. And you should too if you're at all interested cuz it's free. Yeah, buddy. Uh, in other news, too, in terms of sales, Firewatch has passed one million in sales as well, mm. which is awesome for Campo Santo, their first game to have such great success. So go check out Firewatch and play that game. It's a great. It's a great game. Let it die free. Meanwhile, you have people selling some stupid ass avatars for two dollars on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, I know. Who the fuck is buying avatars? Yeah, I know. I can Although, I put an avatar up on the store? Can I just like draw something up and 
put it on the store? You probably could. And I will say this. Fucking, you know, we were, we talked about PlayStation Network and its problems during the holiday. It didn't really go down. But my fucking God is the PlayStation Store, like, does not work for me. Like, I sit there and, like, I'll try to add the PlayStation Plus games to my library. And it just spins forever just to fucking bring the game up. And then it spins forever to fucking just add the game to my library. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, I I was just curious the other night. I'm like, I just want to see what's happening on the PlayStation Store. Maybe something's on sale or something. I don't fucking know. And it literally took minutes for it to load for me. It's just, it's gotten worse in terms of the PlayStation Store and loading and operating. And that is shitty, man. God, it's frustrating. And I will say, too, I enjoy themes on PlayStation. Uh, I will not give a fuck about dropping a dollar or two to purchase a theme that has cool music and looks pretty. You know, I love that type of shit. Um, the theme section of the PlayStation Store is a fucking mess because there is 10 million fucking themes. And I wish you could kind of Sony gave you options to organize that a little bit better, you know, by like legitimate games or by your fucking sports team or whatever the hell you want. Just I know you could search for it, but man. And also, you know, or make it available, make it a way to say these are themes you can buy because some themes are only if you pre-order the game digitally only. It stinks too. Mm. Just want to throw that out there. You know, I, I shit on avatars because now now anymore you just like connect your account to Facebook and you just get the pictures with your friends if you're friends mm-hmm. in both places. It's just, I think avatars are... A thing of the past. Agree. That's so like 2008, dude. Yep, bro. Oh, got? I think that might be everything we have. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was fun. Uh, talking about a bunch of VG games. The year's getting started. I am excited for this year. I think good things can happen. Yo, we gotta play that Diablo DLC. The the anniversary stuff that just dropped. They dropped that out. Diablo 1 stuff now. We gotta play that. Yeah, we do. Right on. Last time we played Diablo, it was, it was fun. I did not know what I was doing. I didn't either. I was so <laughs> drunk. <laughs> that was after our very intense and incredible overcooked session. Yes. Um, so yeah. Thank you for listening to the PlayStation Report, episode 43. You can find us on Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You should do that because we like talking to people on there. Um, you can email us at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Plugged On Vids. That is my YouTube channel, Plugged On. You can go check that stuff out. Where can they find you? Well, if you'd like to find me, you could go to the Twitter and search The Arctic Sloth. I tweet jokes, dank memes, gifs. I make fun of people. I hunt certain social media presences, people. I make 
blank threats at Kevin Coelho. For those of you who know him, you know, I just have a good time there. It's, it's a party. He's a good guy. Except when he's being mean to me. He won't let me pet his cat. I asked mm. him if he'd let me pet his cat next time I visited. He said no. Yeah. I was, the only time I talked to him was when we were at PAX East at their party, the kind of funny party, and uh, we were both kind of drunk, and he was talking to us, and we were having a good time, and he asked if you were always this, as crazy as you are. I'm like, yep. Oh, uh, why'd you tell him that? Why, why, did, <laughs> why, why didn't you vouch for me? Yeah. I'm like, he's a good guy, though. All right. Well, yeah. I'm going to have to somehow repair that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we'll be back next week, as always. See you later.